The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jonesy and Brown podcast. He is Mike Jones. I'm John Brown. All right, I, I, I got to get this out the way early. You know, you ever come up with an idea? And in your mind, when you come up with that idea, you think, wow, this is going to be hot. This is going to be dope. You know, there, there are people that you interact with in you know, in social media, in the, you know, in the public eye that you, know, you have a good rapport with. And you, you don't always share the same ideas, you know, and that's what that's what makes that relationship so good, because you don't always see eye to eye. This is not somebody that's just going to come on the show and just tell us that we're right all the time, even though we're usually right all the time. At least one of us is. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, bro. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, we got to bring in our guests. Host of the about about nothing but sports podcast. Very good friend of the show, woman we love dearly, woman who's always welcome on the show. <laughs> I'm gonna regret this, ladies and gentlemen. Ashley Baker is here. What's up, fellas? What's up? Oh, what's going on? Thanks for coming on. What is glad to have you. For having me, I miss you guys. It's it's, it's been a while. It has been a while. It, 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 it has been a while. I think last time we talked to you, Super um, Bowl week. Super Bowl week. We were all getting ready to watch it on television. Well, it was right. I think it was before the Super Bowl. We yeah. had um, there was a group yeah. of us on. Yeah, I think you came. You came on with Kelsey and, and uh, Mike, uh, right. Mike Patton. and Mike Patton. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes. That's been some time. It's a lot that didn't happen since the Super Bowl. A whole lot's happened since. A whole, whole lot has happened since the Super Bowl, and a whole lot has not happened. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have improved a little bit. They've they 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 look they they look real good. That's the most objective I've heard JBB about yeah. that. By the way, that right. that right there. I was about to say. I feel like he's bringing it up way early to try to hurt and breeze by it. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh hell no! We ain't breezing by nothing. Okay. All right. I'm he, just gonna, you know, in fact, he did get over. to it real in the intro. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he I need to get it, get it out of the way and move on. That's what he really wanted. Oh, no, no. Well, look. Nobody wants to just sit around and just delve into the Dallas Cowboys. I, I think we need to, though, right now. I actually, I think we need to. Okay. Tell him, Jones. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm because trying, I'm, I'm trying to find this tweet that she put out here uh, Sunday. Let's, you know, I'm because I, I that is because oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where we need to start. That's where this needs to start. I, I'm curious now. I might have missed this one. Okay. Yeah, what were we talking about? Okay, let's 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 hear. It. Here it is. I found it. Okay. Here it is. And I quote, Ashley tweeted this at seven o'clock on Sunday. Bruh, Cowboys are the best team in the NFC right now in this moment in the season, the best team. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. Let's, go ahead, y'all, y'all. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, let, so let's, let's let's be clear about this. Let's start with the one loss that's on their record. Let's start there, because mm. mm. that mm. loss was to a team mm. that also could lay claim to that position of best team in the NFC. Yes. How you? Uh, the Bucks are the Bucks are great. Um, let's mm. not act like that. We're gonna mm-hmm. completely talk about stats and records and just completely forget about the eye test mm-hmm. or forget about the balance 
that a team needs to bring when people even talk about being the best team in a division or the best team in a conference. Okay. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. So um, Dallas played a hell of a game against the, uh, the Bucks, coming yeah. off you know, being first first game prime time. That had to be a lot of stress. Uh, there mm-hmm. were some questions about the defense. We didn't know what the defense was going to look like. Um, we didn't know what that Prescott and that offense was going to look like. Again, that coming off of the injury from last season, and they held their own. Um, they held their own against against the Bucks, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I feel like that in the last four weeks of football, Dallas has become the most complete, most balanced team, um, and this is not what we expected. Now, the only other team, in my opinion, that – look, I'm a Dallas fan. Mm-hmm. So if, if Dallas gives me the ammo to have this kind of conversation, I'm going to roll with Dallas. Oh, but I'm not mm-hmm. right. I'm not going to act like that. The Cardinals, of course, mm-hmm. don't have. I was coming to them uh, next. Mm-hmm. Uh, this. Of course, the Cardinals do. We didn't expect the Cardinals to be five and zero either. Um, so, but I'm not a Cardinals fan. So Dallas is giving me ammo to say they're the best team in the conference today, right now. That can change next week. That can change after Thursday night's game. I don't know. Right now, though. I'm going to put them above the Cardinals. I feel like what separates them and the Cardinals to me is the running game. Uh, Dallas is one. Uh, I'm not saying that the, the Cardinals don't have a good rushing game, but Dallas is putting up almost 200 yards a game in rushing. Elliot um, and Pollard have been performing well this year. No questions about oh, that. Absolutely. I think, I think I was looking earlier, and the only other team that has the better rushing attack is, of course, the Browns with uh, Kareem Hunt and uh, mm. Nick, right? Um, we want to talk about the Bucks. Tom Brady, y'all know that's my guy. Y'all know that Tom mm-hmm. Brady is my guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll get more in the head. We'll talk more about him in a minute. We're coming with it, JB. But mm-hmm. we're not going to act like that this has been an incredible defense. A- am I saying that the defense won't get better? Hell no, I'm not saying that. I know that Todd Bowles is going to get the defense rolling later in the season when they're trying to make a postseason run. I get that. Right now, right now, from what I'm saying, just right now, I'm liking Dallas's defense better. I'm liking Dallas's defense, and 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 it, you know, it's it's just a beautiful thing that I can sit here and say this on a show, and the host of the show, you really can't argue with the defensive side of the ball with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just talking about the aggression. I'm just talking about us not knowing what they were going to be, and them being as good as they are. We weren't expecting that. So that's why, in my opinion, I'm not saying that they're the best team in the league. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm just talking about the conference itself. Right now, week five, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Now, once you put out, once you put out that tweet, <laughs> I quote tweeted it. And this was my response. No, they're not. <laughs> It's real simple. I just, hey, look, I, I, I am Jonesy and I, as well as Eagles fans. We, all, we also consider ourselves Penn State fans, so we're gonna follow Micah Parsons. You know, we watch what he, we watch. He's an impact player. Absolutely, he's definitely an impact player, and that Dallas defense has improved. I, you know, that's that's legit. This defense has legitimately improved on Trayvon last year. Diggs is a player. Diggs is oh, a player. Parsons is a player. They got oh. speed on that front line. They de- they got DBs that are beasts. But I'm not quite sure if I am ready to talk about. I'm not ready this week. I'm not ready to to, to crown them the best team in the NFC this week after beating up on the Giants without Daniel Jones and without Saquon Barkley. Well, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Now, because, you know, and JB, I'll tell you, I'm consistent with this. I like to be objective, keep mm-hmm. everything in perspective. Yes. So we're I talking. I hate objective. And, 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 I, and admittedly, <laughs> the Cowboys defense is improved as compared to last year. It's significantly improved. Mm-hmm. That being said, A, I'll get this out the way. I just don't trust Mike McCarthy. Okay. But. Beyond that, 
Against the Buccaneers, they gave up 31. They did a decent job against a good Chargers offense, held them to 17. Mm-hmm. A bad Eagles offense. I'm going to be honest about the Eagles offense. It's been yeah. bad this year, 21. The Panthers, who the Eagles were just limited severely, scored 28. And then the Giants, with with a hurt Saquon and Daniel Jones at quarterback, it's it's not like they're going out there shutting down the Chiefs or you know the high, uh, the most high octane offenses to to date either. So I I don't know exactly how much better the Cowboys defense is. I know they're better. They were dead in almost every category last year, not exactly. that year. Exactly. So that, that's that's a that's a great indication right there. So uh, I mean, they were now like thirty one points per game last year. So um, that's what I mean. I know they're better, but until yeah. they play some of the more high octane offenses in the league, I don't know how much better. Well, keep in mind that Dallas got the third easiest schedule in the league. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Well, I listen. I said that Dallas was going to be 12-5 off of the strength of their schedule. That's mm-hmm. why I said it. Ashley, I've known you for years. You say 12-5 okay. and five every year. I never said you're That's the high, high. We ain't never had 17 games. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yes. All right. All right. All right. That, that's got right. you on that one. Yeah, that, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You don't say, you don't say 12 and 5. Before this year, you would say 12 and 4. Look. To be fair, <laughs> to, to the people watching, this is why these guys have me on their show because they know for real, for real. I'm gonna ride with my team, but I'm not no fool. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not this this person that's up in the clouds and had these ridiculously. I may troll about it, but these ridiculously crazy expectations of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I, I know what this organization is. I know not to get all hyped up. And no week five, and then be looking stupid at the end of the season. Listen, I, I, I get all that. But let's not act like that every year on paper, Dallas isn't a, f- a fantastic team. Most of the time, every year, despite the defense, when you're making your predictions as to what Dallas is going to do, you're ranking them high up there because of what they have. As the offense, and you just know that the offense would be high-powered, high-scoring. They should be certain teams. Of course, those seasons play out, and that stuff just doesn't happen. But we're not going to act like that most years when you're seeing the offense be as stout as it is. People are saying, oh, Dallas is going to be uh, – legitimately saying, oh, Dallas is – oh, they're going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Or they're going to be – no. Most of us that are in this world – this sporting world, come on, let's not act like we all don't give them 10-plus wins a season because of what's on paper. And I agree with you, but in our defense, we're both Eagles fans, so we we, we pretty much call Dallas 8-8 eight eight in our yeah, sleep. Yeah. Outside of y'all, though. But that's, why, of, that's why I say I qualified it. That's why I have to qualify First of all, that hate is That hate is real. Oh, right. oh the hate is real, real. Get it. The hate is real, real. <laughs> Oh, look, but but let's be but let's also be honest. Let's also be honest. The people who is always calling who's always calling for Dallas to be twelve wins, 11, 11, 12 wins every year. It's Ashley. It's Skip Bayless. It's guys like that. That's who's calling for it. this whole everybody. I, I I don't know about that. Dallas fans just have a, a knack of being nah. louder than everybody else, no, and then they big. think that volume makes it everybody no, no let's let's be honest though most years in most mm-hmm. places outside of philadelphia the national media especially they typically look at the cowboys roster on paper mm-hmm. offensive line running backs receiving weapons what should be talent on defense whether or not it actually meshes together right. on mm-hmm. the field yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll say this team should win 10 games and win the division especially considering what's been coming through the, in and out the NFC East in the last 10 years or so. Please, please. So, oh, I'm sorry. I had to throw that comment up there real quick. My man, Sonny, representing Howard University. Dallas is an accident waiting to happen. You got that right, Sonny. 
so so that is fair. Like a lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of people's early season, preseason projections, Cowboys are often at people's top of the division for the NFC East. A couple it, of and, loud mouth. and over the last ten years, you know, with it's been pretty much what the it's well, nobody's won it two years in a row. Yeah, that's that that's been the Since. thing about the NFC East, and especially now, mm-hmm. whereas. It's kind of been uh, it, it's it's kind of been uh, a struggle for the teams. Whereas mm-hmm. you don't make the playoffs, you get that non-playoff uh, schedule, and that's where you get your you know that's where you mm-hmm. come up. Then you go out, you win the division, then you get mm-hmm. that division winning schedule, and you come you come falling back down to earth. So I could I mean. Depending on draft positions, depending on free agency, any team can turn it around. You know, especially I see, I see Dallas, and I see the moves that they have made, and I feel like at this point now, today, they are the team better equipped to maintain a level of success. You know, I I could see. You know, I, I it, it's not it's not a stretch to say. All right, Cowboys are probably favorite to win the NFC East. In fact, probably mm-hmm. is probably probably is is a stretch. So they're a definite favorite to win yeah, the division this year. You know, they could win the division this year, and if they're able to stay healthy with that, you know, with 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 that running back. Uh, with the running back room, with those wide receiving cores, with the defense, with Parsons and uh, Parsons and Diggs, they'll they gonna be a force. They definitely gonna be a force. I'm not quite sure if I'm gonna call them the best in the NFC today, especially when they got when the team that beat them doesn't look like they're slowing down either. Ah, they just played the Dolphins. They struggled against New England, and they lost to the Rams. And y'all know I don't, I don't nice even like to that mean, kind of stuff. And the Rams are another team that have a lot of talent. Exactly. I'm not yeah. quite. I'm, I'm not quite sure if. I mean, th- these are teams. I, I I feel like there are teams that are you can legitimately put in a conversation with the Cowboys. I understand. You, you, you've you made your point. You've made your case for the Dallas and that's Cowboys. My, that's, my, that's my only thing. If you're a Bucks fan, if you're a Rams fan, if you're a Cardinals fan, la- likely you're going to roll with your team in this conversation. If you're because, a Cowboys hater like us. But, but because Dallas is giving me an argument that a lot of people really can just sit and be like, mm, <laughs> yeah, pe- we Progression for the people at home. For the people at home watching this, uh, watching this on YouTube and Facebook, I just rolled my eyes. I had to take my glasses off so you could see me roll my eyes at what she's saying. Sick about. Listen, let me tell you why they sick, y'all. Not maybe not so much jealousy because jealousy seems like the level-headed person. I'm the rational one here. Perfect. That's just quite clear. Rational is rational is for rich people. I'm talking about I'm talking about JB here. Yeah. JB is sick because I mean, where's the lies of what I'm saying? Where are the lies? This is the most quiet I ever seen this man on this show. Okay, because I'm, okay. I'm, okay. I'm now I'm gonna speak up for my partner here because mm. here, here's my one issue I do have with Cowboys fans getting ahead of themselves is it's that every year, it's every year. you can the, set your clock to it. The toughest game you've played by far this season was the Chargers. You won it. It was a win, but it was a twenty to seventeen game, and it. I don't want to say that the the Cowboys looked bad, but that was the game I wasn't especially impressed with how the Cowboys looked. Okay, that's fair. So, I I need a bigger sample size against real competition, for me even being objective given that it's largely the same core that's been there over the last several years to say that this is a different group than what I've seen before. Cause I've seen in flashes, they win a lot of games, especially during the regular season and the offense looks good, but down the stretch, especially, you know, playoff football, there's been limited success there. And that's 
where, where I, especially on the defensive side, I say. I was about to say. So when we're talking about Dallas being tested, mm-hmm. in actuality, we're only talking about the defense because mm-hmm. we know the offense has been pretty, pretty much the the offense mm-hmm. has been pretty. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent. Yeah. Dak and Zeke have been there as mm-hmm. far as the number of points they can put. They can hang with high powered offensive teams, right? Agreed. I want to see the defense be tested some more. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's about the defense being tested. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just don't – I'm not saying they can't. I just don't know. I don't know. I, right. I, I, honestly, I this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at – really quick. I'm looking at Dallas's schedule. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that, yes, we do have the third easiest schedule. Coming into the season, we had the third easiest schedule. But I'm looking at their schedule now, and I'm seeing teams before we see the Chiefs that are mm-hmm. high-powered offenses – that we would be able to get our test as far as our defense go. I think Kirk Cousins and them could put points on the board. We already know what they can do. Mm-hmm. I think maybe at this point. <laughs> look, I was, look, I'm going to say the Raiders. She couldn't even say with a straight maybe, face. Maybe, maybe later in the season the Raiders will get back to, you know, putting some points on the board. We already know what Jameis and Sean Payton can do. New Orleans is on the schedule. Again, I am simply talking offenses here. Mm-hmm. Don't get Jonesy started on Jameis Winston. Oh, I agree. And these are the games. The Cardinals, we see the Chiefs. So there are teams on here that our our defense is certainly going to be tested against. I um, agree. And I'm reserving my judgment till then is all I'm saying. I, yeah. I wouldn't get too excited about the sample size I've seen at the beginning of the year because where the questions are, I haven't seen the test. Like the same way with like when I'm being – like last night we're talking to Eagles. And I said my questions for them were always on the offensive side of the ball, regardless of what the what the defense does. I need to see certain consistency progressions from the offense, and they did nothing yesterday to answer any of those questions. They won the game, but they still look like yeah, those questions are still there. Yeah. So taking the same approach, trying to be fair and addressing the Cowboys, I I, I need a stress test, you know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like we can make. I'm just pulling up the Cardinals schedule really mm-hmm. quick. I, I, I'm not. I really want to. Oh, the Cardinals have a very tough schedule. They're in that division, Cardinals have a but, tough have a tough schedule. But I'm honestly, I just. But I, Russell I, Wilson's down for a yeah. while, so that division got a little bit easier with mm-hmm. that regard. The, the got to deal with the Rams, but. But honestly, I'm looking, I'm looking at I'm looking at Dallas's schedule, and honest, I I am not as sure. Like, yeah, Kirk Kirk Cousins could give them a test, mm-hmm. or Kirk Cousins could Kirk Cousins. Facts. You know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm well looking, what are we saying here? Because Kirk Cousins is a bona fide stat stuffer. Mm-hmm. The game, he'll lose a game, but that that guy can ball out. Mm-hmm. He'll put numbers up for sure, up, but he won't make the, the the final play to to, to end you the game. He's, but, he's not. But that in that, but but in that, does that make him a test? If you know, um, if if you know that at some point in time, Kirk Cousins is going Kirk Cousins away a game, then does that make him a test? To some degree, to to some right to some degree, because I'm not just looking at the final drive of a game. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at listen, and Dallas is still ranked 25th in defense. Okay, I am not an idiot. I hate the long balls they give up. I don't like mm-hmm. certain play calls. I still feel like they're giving up too much yards. I feel like they have improved incredibly with the run because they could not stop a nosebleed last year um, under the uh, def- defensive core. Now I don't even I don't even remember the man name. I don't need to remember his name. <laughs> never been there in the first damn place. But. Mm-hmm. Um, They've definitely tightened up on the run game. Again, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get a test with Dalvin Cook to see if that's really the case mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Um, but but Kirk is is one of those mm-hmm. he's one of those legitimate quarterbacks that can sling the ball. He's gonna get it into you know Rudolph, uh, it, you know, and, and uh, all those guys who want to spray the ball. So I feel like throughout the game, I'm gonna be looking for the test, not just if they can stop him on the winning drive. Um, that's just something I'm gonna be trying to observe in general. Even Matt Ryan, I feel like Matt Ryan. They played. We, we play Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. could be a light test for the defense because Matt Ryan is 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 not trash as far as putting up points. 
So we got some it's some stuff that we're gonna be able to I see the I see the Vikings, I see the Broncos, I see the Falcons all Broncos. before that before going on the road and playing the Chiefs. Vikings, Broncos, and Falcons on a uh, mm-hmm. Cowboys schedule. And then you got the Raiders, then you, Saints. Then you got then you got Raiders and team. Saints and, and that squad. So to yeah. me, I, to, we're we're not going to see the end of this Ashley Baker Cowboys love fest anytime soon. This is going on for at least another month. Well, going on for the rest of my life. But I'm always going to support my squad. But um, I told you this was a mistake. They look, <laughs> like they look good. I'm happy that I can even have because I'm, I could I have. Cause Conversation a couple years ago, y'all. We got a little, we got a little point about Michael Parsons off the edge. Like my defense is, is tied with the most takeaways, and Jonesy, I should have called. I should have called. I should have called Mikel Ramos. I should have called. I should have had Mikel Ramos. We should. This was a show we we needed her on. That, that. My office. I don't even should have called. We should have called. Should have called Kelsey. You, 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 you should. You shouldn't have called anybody else as a division rival. Cause I'm gonna I'm tell y'all up all night. Y'all, you need to call somebody that's in the NFC South. Somebody's in the NFC West. You need to call one of them folks because ain't nothing nobody can say to me in the NFC. How come we don't know any? How, how come we don't know any Giants uh, writers or Gi- Giants reporters? You guys know Michael Lyle? Yeah, we know Michael. Mm-hmm. He's not a reporter. He's a fan. He's not a Giants reporter, but he's a huge Giants fan. Oh, see, that's the guy we should have had on here. Oh, you yeah, know, he texted me last night and had bro, so. So, I'm right. What's that? I, I, now, <laughs> sticking with the Cowboys defense, though, the other thing that concerns me about the the long-term prospects of the Cowboys defense is considering the teams and competition they've played so far, you said it, their defense is, what, 25th right now? Yes. And But they've been set successful by being very opportunistic and creating turnovers. Yes. That is not necessarily something you can rely on over the the course of a full schedule. Turnovers they happen sometimes, sometimes they don't. Are if we sure with uh, with Trayvon Diggs? I'm joking. Like so at this point, uh, uh, interception is inevitable with that man on the field. But, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a higher level quarterback just knows I'm gonna go away from him and pick and pick yeah. at you with rather pick at the other matchups. That's, you know. Right. A, tr- a, a pro is like Tom Brady's going to say, okay, you're covered there. Which is why I really, really wanted Dallas to go and get Stephon Gilmore mm-hmm. because I like Jordan Lewis. I don't like no damn Anthony Brown. So those two could have really gone. They, they mm-hmm. got. So you understand why I'm reserving my judgment until I see them get tested a little more. Yeah. I get it. I completely get Because like you said, you know, when they see – Patrick Mahomes, when they see those, you know, quarterbacks, they're not, they're, they're not going to throw Trayvon's way. Mm-mm. I see they're not. No, so they I have multiple it. weapons, multiple options. You, so if he's covered, that means he's open. That's right. Because that other side of the defense is still a question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I don't like the answer in Anthony Brown. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, he got a pick yesterday, but that was against Glennon. Like. It, that, yeah. that, that doesn't impress me. Like, I, I, I don't. You know, for some reason, they just can't. Um, I would have actually been okay if they had found a way to maybe keep Byron. Byron Jones. I think Byron Jones with uh, Stefan Diggs would have been okay. But Byron, is, I, th- I thought from what I can remember, it's always an issue like with injuries with him. Like, later, mm-hmm. he couldn't stay healthy, so... Yeah, I really wanted us to hop on that stuff on Kilmore, but the Panthers, Panthers grabbed him for a bag of chips. Might I add, they oh, grabbed him for a bag of chips. I was pissed about that. Well, you know the price goes down once the team announces they're about to cut him. So mm-hmm. nobody's going to pay more than a six-rounder. He was there for the taking. Somebody wants to. But it's mm-hmm. a one-year deal, so you, you know, what, if you're in win-now mode like the Cowboys seem to be, that is a move you probably should have been interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what a that would have really made me feel like okay, they're legitimately trying to win this year. Pick the phone up. There's no way any other. There's no way that any other team should have even had the opportunity mm-hmm. to to make that offer. It, it should have been it should have been Dallas. So that kind of pissed me off a little bit because 
you got Stephon on that other side. Now we really talking. But you know. speaking of defensive players that were on the move this week, you all were the, one of the teams that ha had a surprise cut or somewhat surprising cut, at least. Jalen Smith. Yes. Now in Green Bay, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. What? What's the story with that? I that I didn't see it coming. I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm completely shocked, but he was the team defensive captain the week before. Facts. So I was he a bad locker room guy? Like, what? What's the story there? No, no. From what I'm hearing and from what Jerry Jones alluded to on 105.3 The Fan is that there was an injury clause mm -hmm. um, in his contract and they didn't want to have to pay that money in the event that he mm -hmm. gets injured. His contract's fully guaranteed for injury next year. But right. this year he could be cut. Correct. So if they kept him past mm -hmm. a certain right. date. And yeah. to be honest, the emergence of Michael Parsons and what Trayvon is doing Made him, I mean, mm -hmm. he kind of was getting lost in the sauce anyway in Dan Quinn's system. So mm -hmm. why not go ahead and just move on from him? Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm happy he got a, a shot up in Green Bay, though. I think that that um, will help out their defense a lot, uh, you know, considering where they are. So I'm happy he got a second chance. But the, the players were shocked. Folks were, folks were shocked, man. Me, myself, I'm, I, I ain't had no problem. So it's one of those moves that's more about long-term finances than than actual production on the field or locker room issues or anything like that right now. Because I haven't heard any negative reports or anything to suggest he was a problem for the team. No, there isn't anything. There isn't anything that's suggesting that. But the play, his performance mm -hmm. played a part in them just saying, "Let's go ahead and move on." Okay. Just do, if he was out there just bowling and and, and found you know, his spot in this scheme that Dan Quinn runs. And if he, you know, was problematic and, you know, caused the roughness, I don't think they would have cared about that injury clause. I really don't think they would have cared about that. But because, again, he wasn't performing well anyway, I think mm -hmm. that that kind of catapulted them making the decision. Okay, got right. you. So. Well, look, that's enough Cowboys talk for now, man. <laughs> All that Cowboys talk makes me sick. Are you sick about it, baby? Are you sick about it? You look a little sick. I am. Oh, Get yeah. some ginger. Yeah. Get some ginger hmm? I, I need someone a little bit stronger ginger. than ginger ale, quite, quite frankly. But, you know. Some saltines and ginger ale real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, oh, that's yeah. black folks medicine. Right? <laughs> black folks medicine. Because I'm, 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 I'm trying to be respectful to company. You know, we got a guest here. And believe it or not, despite the fact that Ashley is a Cowboys fan, I respect Ashley. I like her a lot. Yeah, I talk bad about her and I throw shade at her on our show pretty much on a weekly basis. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But I, I, I respect her because she's, you know, she's a I'm, I'm pro I think I might be his. You can, you can tell me, Jones. I think that I might be his favorite Dallas Cowboys fan. Crickets, okay. It, it, it's hard to answer. Like, it's hard to answer that because, yeah. like, it's like possible, what is that? But it's like, like the it's, it's like saying like that's like you know that's like all saying, the people I hate, I love that one the most. You know, that's like having that's like that's having a, like saying that's like saying that's like Ashley's my favorite bill collector. You know who who says that? My favorite, <laughs> my, my my favorite Dallas Cowboys fan. What? That's no accomplishment. <laughs> That's not, you know. <laughs> Look, uh, she's not a terrible person. She's, she's, uh, Ashley's she's, good people. She's good people. I, res I, I Does a very people. good show. You yeah, definitely yeah, should all check it out. Yes. I, I enjoy it. You know, a, you got a great follow on social like media. If, if, like her shows, you, you know, by an hour or so. If you scroll it's, through 53 minutes of Cowboys talk, the last seven minutes of her podcast is pretty good. And she, you know, she puts out good information, you know? Yeah. He lying, y'all. Look, I love the Cowboys, but I damn sure ain't talking about them for 50 minutes, okay? Let's be very clear on that. Dallas, you know, it actually, it's so funny because last week I felt like I talked about Dallas too long on my show. So this week I 
I need to clean that up. And I think I talked about them for like the first twenty minutes. I'm like, Ugh. even I don't feel like. <laughs> I, I absolutely thought. I absolutely thought uh, you talked about Dallas too long on your show last time. Oh please, he gonna say that in general. Right. Whatever, man. But, but, but that, real quick, okay, because I know we we got a Tampa Bay game coming up, and I yes. want to talk about some Tom Brady real quick. But before we do that, I need you to actually give me a take on something. Okay. And not just ask a question, but actually give me a take on something. Okay. Is James Harden a better scorer than Michael Jordan? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh they was pissed me about that. They was pissing me about that. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back and eat these cheese curls and enjoy this. <laughs> Hell no. That wasn't <laughs> never been. Look, I'm going to ask. I saw some conversations happening. Mm-hmm. And that always is, that's always going to prompt me to ask my audience. And a lot of times, the way I structure my tweet can come off like I'm giving a take. And I'm like, I'm not giving a take. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just simply ask the question. In my opinion, <laughs> he is not a better scorer than, Jay, uh, than Michael Jordan is. Um, I don't believe that one bit, but as the days went on with that tweet, there were folks saying that he absolutely was. I don't know if you kind of saw that. Oh, I saw it because my bitches were because I, I, I had an early response to you on that tweet, and my mentions like notifications were going for at least a week after that. That wasn't that crazy. I'm like, why is this still even? A, why are we still talking about people are still replying? You need to understand what you what you started here with that. Because you 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 see, you know what, what people people understand how Jonesy and Brown, how we operate in these streets. Jonesy is Mister Rationale, Mister Objectivity. Jonesy is the man who wants to come out every week and and add I like new, to be right. You like to no, well, you, you, yeah, I like you, to be right. You, you like to be right. But nonetheless, he likes to be Mr. Nuance. That's never been me. I am somebody I am an equal opportunity giver of the smoke. I am the person I am the one who is out here and I just feel like if somebody is asking me for the smoke, as me being the God fearing man that I am, I should give it to them. So, a lot of times when I'm out here on Twitter, I'll be telling you that, JB. Is God telling me to go out here? Thou shalt give it the smoke. <laughs> but, and, and, and I'll be out here, and, and, and it's funny because I, I have a support group. It's Jonesy and it's Javon Alford. And I'll be out here on Twitter arguing with people over some of the dumbest things. Some you know some you know some topics are pretty good some some are pretty dumb some right. are pretty foolish yeah some are pretty foolish and they'll both text me like like JB what are you doing dude why why are you out here on Twitter arguing with this person for and no reason for no reason so when I see and, and and I try to I try to bring Jonesy over to the dark side come on out here just just jump on Twitter and just argue with somebody for no reason I understand like like please come on you'll feel better about yourself and like he'll tag me in arguments with somebody he says some of the like the worst takes ever that mm-hmm. he knows get under my skin yep. just to try to get me to argue on social media and I won't do it mm-hmm. like. Mm-mm. So when when I here here's the thing, like he's I, the instigator. He's I, I, truly I, the instigator. I truly am. So when something like this falls in my lap, first of all, I felt like I owed Jonesy an apology for the fact that he saw that tweet before I could show it to him. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, how is Ashley putting this out here in the Twitterverse? Let me tell you why I did it. And, and, yeah, go ahead. Can can you hear us, Jonesy? You looking around? Can you hear? Oh no, he he, he's good. He's good. I did it because of what I knew what was going to happen. Obviously, I love to just start conversation. I love conversation. I love to strike a match Mm -hmm. on social. I love to do that. That is literally like my middle name. Mm -hmm. I does that. Yes. But 
for those that just deemed it an unnecessary question, a, a ridiculous question, because the obvious answer was Jordan. The obvious answer to a lot of people was not Jordan. Mm -hmm. That was the point of me bringing. I never just ask those kind of questions. I never ask questions that I know I'm going to get an overwhelming response of mm -hmm. one answer. Never. Mm -hmm. There were legitimately people. I don't agree with those people. There are a lot of people going James Harden's way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, see, there are people out here that exist like this, y'all. There are people out here mm -hmm. that exist like this. And 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 they got to be put out on blast. I mean, the the actual legitimacy of the question is for another debate. You know, it's like, or you you ask the question. There are, I think, and honestly, it's all relative. Because one thing that 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 jo Jonesy and I have talked about when it comes down to these conversations over, you know, especially you know, players from previous generations comparing comparing them to the players of today, is it's all relative. You know, now you know now we want to compare all the great players of today to players like Jordan, when at once upon a time we were comparing Jordan to players like Dr. J. And at one point in time, we were comparing Dr. J to Robinson, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Elgin Baylor. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's all relative. And at some point in time, you know, these people now who are telling us that James Harden is a better, you know, is a better scorer than Michael Jordan. At some point in time, down the line, there's a kid in the ninth grade who will be saying, is a better scorer than James Harden, and these kids now who swear that Harden is better than Jordan are going to be they're they're going to be losing their minds because it's like and and that's the thing like when I when I point this out to them like like people wonder like how can you compare someone of today to Jordan I'm like at some point in time you know my father always points out to me it's like at some point in time. We were in a barber shop, and somebody used to say, "Somebody said that Jordan was better than Dr. J," and you would have got crazy, you know, especially in this city, right, right, especially around here. You say yeah. at some point, you know, and you get to the '80s, you know, the early to mid '80s before Michael Jordan became Air Jordan, when Jordan was still just losing in the first round to the Celtics. You know, there there was like this notion that Jordan is better than Doc was crazy to people. Eventually, mm -hmm. it got to a point where you know what you just can't have the conversation anymore. Right. You know, it's like, look, Jordan is Jordan. Jordan's the goat. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. and I, I'm very careful mm -hmm. with what I, I would never say. I like to kind of pick different pieces of a person's game mm -hmm. and compare like that. Um, that that is why you didn't see me tweet. Is he a better player than Jordan? That is just, yeah. that is not even, that is, that's just, I would never. Because I still, I'm still credible. I'm still a journalist. <laughs> I would never, but I can pick a piece of his game. School-wise, mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. mm, that's, that's, that's not, I'm not saying that it's a, a full-blown conversation that needs to be had, but I can ask the question. Yeah, it, was, it, it was a question. We, we, one of the top scoring machines in the league and how he creates so much offense and how he's constantly getting at the line, which counts as scoring. Like people are having those conversations about James Harden. So mm -hmm. what's up? Let's see. Does he compare against the vote? Mm -hmm. See what you need to do. And, and th th here, here, here's the advice. See, this is what you need to do is have my man Jonesy on the show. On your, on your show. And have, you need to have the conversation with Jonesy about guards you can't win with. <laughs> see, this is what he's now trying that, to get me started again. No, that's not. No, no. You no. Mm. see, that's a, that's that that's the conversation you need. You need to have Jonesy's yeah. list of guards that you can't win with. I maintain a list of point guards that I don't believe they're. It's possible to win a championship with. Currently. Currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you can win championships with certain guys playing point guard. Not that you can't win with them at all, but if they're your primary ball handler or decision maker, you're going to lose. Give me three. John Wall, Russell Westbrook, I got, I got the Kyrie too, Irving. Right. 
Well, Kyrie was the primary ball handler in Cleveland. No, he wasn't. Who was who was the who was LeBron? The and they did that. They did that publicly halfway through the season. That's why Kyrie got mad. LeBron took over the point guard duties. That's true. He was definitely the two. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. the two. Um, I definitely. Oof. God, they're gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> hmm. See, people aren't supposed to say this because you know these guys are exciting and fan favorites, mm-hmm. but you're they'll not fill- going to win championships with them. They'll fill up stat sheets. They'll be on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. All you know, you'll see the little, you'll see the clips on on social media. But in the end, it's going to be somebody else winning the championship. Yeah. That's you that's- don't feel like if John Wall was the primary ball hander handler um, with a healthy Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers could win a championship. Mm. I don't know if I agree about the John Wall. Uh, And and JB will tell you this. I'm extremely low on John Calipari point guards. Uh, I'm I'm extremely low on John Calipari point guards because they don't know how to run an offense. All they do is attack. They they come from a system where they're extremely more they're usually more athletic than everyone their competition and they have better athletes around them than most of the competition and they're allowed to just run up and down and attack and they never know learn how to run an offense so when they get to the NBA they're behind the learning curve and NBA coaches don't teach they say perform or get benched so you go out there and do what you do it and then these coaches because these guys get big money or their top draft picks are forced to cater their system to them or get fired. And catering a system to a guy who plays that way doesn't win. Mm. John Wall, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with John, and that could be because John was here all them years, and I'm in mm-hmm. DC. Mm. That could be that could be a bias thing. Um, I I don't disagree with Russ with the Russ pick. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't disagree with the Russ pick. Um, and you said Kyrie. Dang. Kyrie's admitted himself. That, <laughs> I mean, Kyrie has honestly admit, admitted himself that he has difficulty understanding when to balance getting his own shot versus getting his teammates involved, and that's the primary function of your point guard. Definitely, that's the that's mm-hmm. that's the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the job. Um, that, that's why this time Kyrie, when he got to Brooklyn and Harden got there, he realized what it was. And told James Harden, you got the point. I'm going off the ball. Let me score. Right. You let Kyrie do that. He's great at that role. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like Kyrie should have been a two. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I've always, I agree with that. I'm going to roll with that, too. Look first. That John Wall yeah. yeah, <laughs> killing me, though, man. Mm-hmm. That, that John Wall is killing first, me. First of all, there, there are more guards to this list. There are I know. More, there, there, Yes, there there are more there are more there are more guards to this list. I'm just uh, I'm this is only an hour show, so we can't get into all of them. And we wanted to circle back to football because we wanted to talk about Tom Brady coming to Philly this week. Right. And 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 we we know that's that's your guy. Y'all scared? I'm not quite scared sure. Scared would imply that I had expectations of it being something other than what it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to how, to the outcome, but yeah, it's right. I mean, it's it's right up there when when they play Kansas City. You know, you, you mm-hmm. can hope for the best. You can say, hey, well, well, maybe if A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and I all happen, maybe they can pull out a win. But honestly, I mean, this was a low expectation yeah. season for us going in. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. I'll agree yes. because I, I I didn't. Of course, you agree. The biggest thing that that I said coming into the season about the Eagles was I wasn't sure what your identity was, mm-hmm. and I think it's important. I didn't know which direction y'all were going in, and so, I think that's still a question. Yeah, that's still a question. We're going into week <laughs> six, and I don't know what y'all identity is as a team. I have. No clue. And a lot of that could have been because there's, you know, every time I turn around, there's some type of quarterback controversy um, going on with y'all. Um, maybe maybe more so before the season, um, mm-hmm. part of the season, you know. So I'm, I've never been, yeah, so, like, 
Rebuild? Are y'all like in rebuild mode? I guess like yeah. Uh, well, Although well, they won't officially yeah, come out never and say admit. It's this a team rebuild. will never admit that it's a rebuild. But I like, think we all know it's a rebuild. Mm, though. Yeah. But I think with with this city, and and this is something that we talk about all the time. You know, you you talk about uh, a quarterback controversy. I don't think there's necessarily a controversy, but in this town, there the backup quarterback is always going to have a level of popularity. There's always going to be somebody in this fan base who feels like all this team's ills will be corrected with a quarterback change. I think, and the fact that our only Super Bowl win came with the backup quarterback playing, that just showed that's, 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 that's never going to change. It's all, and, and the problem is, is like, I, you know, in in this social media era, you know, there as much as things change, you know, things stay the same. Backup quarterbacks always been the most popular dude for as long as I've been an Eagles fan. Backup quarterback was popular when it was Randall. Backup quarterback was popular when it was Donovan McNabb. Backup quarterback was popular when it was Mike Vick. Backup quarterback was popular when it was Carson Wentz. Backup quarterback's going to be popular now that it's Jalen Hurts. At some point in time, somebody's going to say, hey, team struggling, we should give X guy a shot. That's, you know, that's always going to be. However... You know, because this is a rebuild mode, because this team is rebuilding, whether the team says it or not, the team is rebuilding. I think another another narrative, another cliche that's always popular in this town, you'll always hear is we need to see what we have. At this point in time, and, and Jonesy's laughing because he know he he knows he's heard that before. And, and and there's uh, all, there's man. always somebody throwing that out there, like okay, and, and it always makes me laugh mm-hmm. because it usually means we don't have anything, mm-hmm. and we're trying to convince ourselves that we do. Yeah. When I hear people say we need to see what we have, mm-hmm. because because I'm gonna t- tell you something about Eagles fans. If we're close to having anything, everybody's jumping out the window saying Super Bowl, mm. and y'all condemn Dallas. Oh, y'all do it too. Oh yeah, y'all do it. Y'all do it worse because everything's bigger in Texas, even though you don't, you ain't from Texas. Hey, I got family from Texas. My mama was born in Texas. Okay, I got Texas bloodline through me. But you know, I'm sorry. You know, know, once again, fan, let, let, let me take the fan, glasses off. You can you know, fan, it's fans eyes. being fans, regardless of what fan base. It's fans being fans. But Eagles fans, if they see signs of something. They love their team, and they're not going to hesitate to jump on the bandwagon. So if they're saying we have to sit back and see what we have, that's mm-hmm. saying, them saying we don't have anything. Yeah. I just can't bail on my team. It, it's it's cliche because people <laughs> will say, hey, we need to see what we have. But the answer is usually right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. you I just know, don't want to bail I, on my team and exactly. say my team is bad. But right. honestly, if there was ever a time that we need to actually apply that, it's right now. This team is mm-hmm. not, you know, this team is not built to win right now. Right. There is no move, you know, like there is no move that we can make that's going to then thrust us into a uh, contender's position that will that will maintain for a while. So we need to see what we have with Jalen Hurts. Let's see. Let's see his progression from week one to week 18. And let's see what now we need to see. Let's see some growth because quite frankly, and this is a point that Jonesy has made and he's been, you know, he has said, this is, I need to see some growth. I need to see some progression. I need to see a a consistent display of arm strength from Jalen Hurts. And accuracy. And accuracy. Because if you, because, Apparently, at this point, it's not really much of a question. The arm strength is all the way where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then you have to be really good at anticipation and accuracy. You have to know where you're going with the ball and get the ball on time and on target. And decisive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these are areas where Hertz has struggled so. Yeah. He definitely has. He yeah. definitely has. So, you know. He's had some really good throws, and there's been some throws that left me wondering, what what were you doing there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. unfortunately, this also, this this play calling hasn't helped him out either. 
you know, it's 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 a three headed monster. There there isn't there isn't just one problem with this Eagles team. It's players that are brought in. It's the quarterback play. It's you know it's it's uh what is it? It's it's play calling, defensive schemes. You know, pick one. Put your hand in the hat. Pick one. Pick a problem. Any problem. So at this point, as far as the Eagles, you know, as far as the Eagles are concerned, you know, hey, this is a rebuild year. I just don't want Brady breaking a whole bunch of records on Thursday. That's all I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need. And, and that could happen. This might be another record-breaking night for Tom Brady. Well, it, it it could be because what makes Tom Brady great is exactly what the Eagles' weak uh, weaknesses. If he gets the ball out quickly. He had, you know, he can throw. He gets the ball out quickly. He can throw those underneath routes. He, you know, it looks like Gronk is going to play. It looks like Gronk's going to be a go. And but Thursday? Hmm? But Thursday? Thursday. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Gronk might mm-hmm. be a go. Oh, Jonesy, you heard that too, right? I think that's, that's a bad move. I think that's a bad move. They, they don't need him against it. They don't need him. Just let him rest. I don't. I don't understand that at all. The man got broken ribs and a punctured lung for Christ's sake. Like, hey man, rub some him. dirt on him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about that. Well, I, I, I've, I've, I'm hearing it could be a go. You know, either, either or. The fact of the matter is, where, where he excels is, is the Eagles' weaknesses. Right. You know, Eagles ain't had a linebacker in in years. Eagles ain't had a qual. You know, and that's, and it seems like their defensive philosophy is you're not going to throw over us. Everything y'all said is music in my ears. I love everything you're saying. I love how bad y'all are. I love how good we are. We only got about three minutes left in this show, right? I told yeah. you. I, I told <laughs> we can keep talking. I want to keep hearing about all of your offensive and defensive struggles and how y'all are pretty whack this year. I you probably going to take a really bad what kicking on Thursday. Please, please. I would love to hear this. The next three minutes. Oh, it's just I'm making so, my day. I'm sorry, Jonesy. Okay, this is making my day. Please continue. Jonesy, I, I apologize. This was my fault. <laughs> Absolutely my fault. We should have just did this show ourselves. <laughs> I love it. Just, just, love just solidifying, <laughs> just solidifying <laughs> the fact that Ashley Baker will not. I, what? What? <laughs> what? what we Tampa shirts. It, it's cool because I'm going to enjoy watching you all lose to the Cardinals in the playoffs. So, mm. it's a, but what, what is oh, it? I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna, it's going to be them. It's going to be the Cardinals that does. It's going to be the Cardinals. It's it, going to be the Cardinals. But, but, it's but, not going to be Tampa Bay. Will it be Kyler Murray going crazy Kyler. in Dallas? Now that would so, so so watch to watch Jer- to watch Jerry and his family sit up there in that luxury skybox with the big monitor, just shaking his head, you know, bottom lip all tight. That I, I would love that. Just mad. That's the thing. That's the only thing. Like I, I love seeing him succeed, but I all the success, and then we end up somewhere where we can handle that heartbreak. That's like heartbreaking. And, 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 that, and that's what gives me hope for this season, mm. is seeing you all with the heartbreak. And and trust like, me. Like, the higher you climb, the harder that fall gets. It is better to have loved <laughs> and lost than never to have loved at all. And so at least we get somewhere. I can promise you that as the <laughs> clock strikes zero, in the final moments of the Dallas Cowboys season, you will get a text from me. Hey, Ashley, are you busy on Monday? You want to come on Jonesy and Brown? Oh, we can schedule it now, right after the divisional oh, round of the playoffs. Oh, we've been to the, but let's not let's not be rushy. I'm telling you what is happening right after the, divi- the divisional round. It won't be the conference championship game. Oh. That's Buck. That's Buccaneers Cardinals. It's going to be the divisional round. You'll lose to the Cardinals. It's going to be like 38-24. Mm. Imagine the level of my anxiety if Dallas and the Bucks make it into the conference. <laughs> That's all right. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, our, you know our numbers. You know how to reach us. But to be honest, I probably wouldn't watch that game. Why? 
I, as much as I would love to see Dallas in a conference and a Super Bowl, I would probably like, I, I can't, I'm getting nauseated thinking about getting there and like lose up. Mm. I can't. I, I probably wouldn't watch it. You, you wouldn't watch it. Then I did my job today. You wouldn't, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you wouldn't watch Dallas if Dallas made this conference championship? You wouldn't watch? Oh, that would be a tough one for me, man. It would have to be – I can't even – like my stomach is hurting right now even thinking I, about nah. getting it. I I must be a glutton for uh, for pain. I, I I would watch like if, if if it was the Eagles, and even if it was a even if it was a team where you didn't you weren't sure, like like honestly, you can take the like, pain. Y'all can take that pain. Yeah. Oh, see, I haven't. To be fair, okay. Oh, so we, we know that pain well, Donald right. McNabb. That's what I'm saying. Y'all have experienced, but y'all have you know what I'm saying. Like y'all have been. I haven't had the luxury. Okay. Uh, when Dallas was winning those championships, not to give away my age, but when Dallas was winning those championships, I, I, five, six years old, my mama running around, she had her glory days, okay? She was in heaven running around the house just as happy as she wanted to be. I never had the chance to experience that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite nervous. But Donovan got y'all there plenty of times, so y'all already know heartbreak. Well, mm-hmm. no, exactly. Well, honestly, like, like McNabb got us, got us there. And it was never. He got us there quickly, and the failure came so quickly that the the subsequent failure was easier to accept. Yeah, <laughs> like it was yeah. like the, the of the losses that happened to McNabb, it was that Tampa Bay uh, conference championship that probably hurt the most. That one hurt. The Arizona one hurt too. The Arizona one hurt, but but to me, the the subsequent ones after that did not hurt as much as that Tampa Bay loss. I, I and I will always say that Tampa Bay Oakland Super Bowl still remains the only Super Bowl I did not watch. I could not watch that. I could not watch the Super Bowl because I was so angry and I was so hurt that the Eagles had lost that I did not watch that Super Bowl. Could not watch that Super Bowl, and but it was like when they got back to the con- when they got back to the conference championship the year after Tampa Bay, and they had a good team. But it was like, look, Donovan took I, y'all like what? Did he? How many four, in a row a, did he take y'all? Three, uh, four in a row, winning All the right. he, uh, five total. Mm-hmm. Took us to four right. in a row, won the one, uh, won the four. one one. Yeah, one won the fourth. Lost three in a row. Then they got T.O. and won and then went to the Super Bowl. But honestly, after after that, you know, after that, it was always in the back of my mind. It doesn't matter what happens. They could lose this game. So, so. I hope that Dallas has done this dance for over 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. When they get there, they finish the job. So maybe. And, and, and speaking of yeah. dancing, I, I look forward to dancing on the grave of the uh, Dallas Cowboys when they fail. Mm. And I will, we, 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 you know, and, and Ashley, we will have you back. I will be here. And, I, I'm not ducking no smoke. I'm not ducking no smoke. Y'all know me. And that's why we appreciate you. Give me like a like a day or two or something like after. A little oh, morning oh, period. Oh, Let me tell you something. It always, for me, it's always worse the day after. Because we had time to think about all the mistakes, all the all the emotions that settled. Mm-hmm. You know, you waking up the next day, you like, damn, did that really happen? Maybe I dreamed it, and it be it be really like you know, it really it really happened. And that's exactly why we we absolutely want you on the show the day after. No, gonna have to give me twenty. We, we, have to hit me on a Tuesday. We might not, we might do a live show and just just keep on calling you. We just we just we're just gonna keep on calling your number. Just, I'm going I'm going on D and D. Thank you for the heads up. <laughs> Ashley, real quick before we let you go, just let everyone know where they can reach you and where they can find you. Yes, I am on all social media platforms, uh, but you really really can reach me on um, Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Baker underscore twenty one. On Facebook, Ashley Baker. Make sure that you also check out my podcast about nothing but sports on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, wherever you can listen to 
podcast is pretty much where my podcast will be. And there's new shows that drop every Thursday. So every thank Thursday. Always uh, thanks for coming. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate you. You know, you keep this thing level. If this was me and JB, oh Lord, it, <laughs> it'd be giving like Stephen A and Michael Earp, and that's just a lot. Let me tell you yeah. something about Ashley Baker. Ashley oh, Baker, if my if my little sister was into sports and hosted a podcast, and that, if that was my sister's thing, she would be Ashley Baker. That, that that's who, that that that's who she reminds me of. She is, the, she is she is the sport. She is the sports. You know, just where you know you, you just want to you know wring a neck sometimes. But you can't. <laughs> I already know what you was talking about. <laughs> but appreciate my breath. But 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 I love you. You you are all right with me. All right, I love like you. You, you, you get nothing but love in me. But, hey, look, I'm gonna definitely meet y'all because I need y'all on my show. Both y'all on my show in the next couple of weeks. Oh, uh, let us know. Hey, you ain't saying nothing. I've been on. I've been on Ashley's show in my car. I yeah. drove down. I drove down to Schuylkill, just propped my phone up on the dashboard and just and just jumped on her show. She had me on, and that was and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna definitely get y'all couple of weeks so let's keep in touch all right uh, definitely we do it. all right all right thank you ashley guys have me on we'll talk all right all right ladies and gentlemen that was ashley baker oh, that was a mistake <laughs> nah we got a number love her we appreciate her appreciate her coming on make sure you check out her podcast about nothing but sports and remember you can download this podcast in all of our other joints all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast from and search Best in the World Sports. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jonesy and Brown. Or you can follow us at B-I-T-W Sports. Uh, no green over everything uh, this Sunday because the Eagles play on Thursday. But we will be back uh, the following week to recap Eagles and Raiders. So let's get on out of here. Great show. Real, oh, real, real quick. Just real quick thoughts on uh, Ben Simmons. He wants to come back. Good idea or not? Good night. <laughs> you done? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> He's done. He's done. He's got up and he walked away. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Josie and Brown. We'll see you guys next week. Peace, y'all. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. 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 Brown.